jungle for monkeys went fishing, that is, till their shrimp went awry. One's a cushion and one's a chimpanzee, the other baboon, the last a blue monkey. Leaving their homeland, stepping away into time, Hello? Is anyone there? Welcome everyone to Jungles and Dragons. That was our chuckling gnome cold open. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. We're really um, we're hitting our stride with these. I feel like I feel like the best is yet yeah. to come. <laughs> yeah, expect we, a we lot a more gimmick, of these. Guys. We found a expect new so many. Of if you've these. got if you've got ideas for cold opens, hopefully chuckling or crying from <laughs> the comments below, or screaming chuckling, or whispering, dying, crying, dying, crying, wheezing, birthing, even. whatever. <laughs> uh. I'm here to send you DM. Uh, Ethan, take us off. Uh, okay, what's up, guys? It's me, Ethan, Paul, Penis, Pal, and Night Chimp. You already know me. We're 36 episodes in. Grow up. All right. Today's funny, funky, fucking fact, funking, fucking fact is what was in your monkey's pocket when we traveled to the Forgotten Realms? Well, let me tell you. Um, so it's no... Um, no secret that a Paul Benus has his own prison pocket, right? Um, so, yeah. uh, one thing, one little experiment Paul Benus did back in the jungle was he, um, <laughs> he, he got a really long piece of uh, fishing wire because you know he's a fishing head, you know. Um, he's, he's a fishing. I don't like where this is going. He tied he tied the fishing wire to his tongue, right? What the and fuck, Ethan? And, and he swallowed the rest. <laughs> yeah. Now, Ugh. what he has in his prison pocket is just this little piece of fishing wire, and if he if he tugs on it a bit, he can choke on his tongue. And um, what? I don't what? know why why he did that, but that that's just he has that in his pocket. So is it like ever... his cyanide pill? Sure, yeah. If everything if anything gets too intense, you know, he didn't really th- he didn't really think of it like that. He just like he was curious like what would happen if the string would make it through. But whenever he tugs on it, yeah, the tongue goes to the back of his throat and he chokes. So he doesn't really he doesn't really touch it that much. That's like a that's a terrible he likes mental fishing. image. It's he likes like fishing. I hate that. This is awful. Why? Why would you make us think good. about this? See, even my worst fucking monkey facts haven't gotten reactions like this. I don't I don't understand. Paul Paul Benus likes fishing. Like that's I, <laughs> he likes fishing. 
It's a character detail. It's a it's a character. It's a little character detail. <laughs> it's a ca- it's, it's a for the listeners. This is quite easily the worst funky one you, you've got you, to you all need to stop being so selfish because I made this for the listeners. This is for the listeners. It's a little it's a little inside detail to a beloved character. He likes fishing. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, I'm August. Yeah, August. I'm a. I'm. I'm playing spoons. He's a wizard. Um, and he's wizard. Up. A wizard's blue monkey. Name of wizard. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, spoons <laughs> is a spoons is pocket item. Is uh takes us back to a few years ago at a, a jungle Christmas time when uh, spoons went to a, a Halloween party. A Halloween party, a Christmas party, uh, a Christmas party, uh, and he was asked to dress up as a uh, as Santa, um, but uh, his favorite Santa is Dan Aykroyd trading places Santa. So he went uh, as like a fucked up drunk Santa with a whole fish in his pocket. And he arrived and he was asking everyone, "Hey, you want you want to check out my big whole fish?" And no one wanted to. And then he put it back into his flesh pocket and he forgot to take it out. Uh, so he doesn't know this, but there's a rotting, decaying fish inside of his skin pocket, just smelling terrible, and that's why Spoon smells like shit. That's great. It's a wonderful Thank detail. Thank you. It's yeah, you're, you're you're welcome. Thank you. No amulets here. Uh, amulet? Why would you bring up amulets? <laughs> what is this? What is? I have no idea why you would even bring up amulets on this episode. It has nothing to do with uh, amulets. Yeah. Gabe, amulets. Uh, hey guys, sick Gabe here. You know, here to here to delve out my sick ideologies. Um, voice actor of Eugene T. Monkey, level five Mountain Dwarf fighter. That's also an old Capuchin monkey and level one Hexblade warlock. Um, in Eugene's pockets are seven Werther's originals, five year old condom, <laughs> TV guide, Cracker Jacks, Derek Jeter baseball card. <laughs> That's great. See that like illuminates Eugene. That tells me who Eugene is. <laughs> I am surprised though that you only have seven Werthers left. You're gonna have to make them count. Or is that is that including the ones that you've handed out already? That's including the ones I've handed out already, which I oh, believe God. are three. So I believe I only have four <laughs> Werthers left. You have to make those count. <laughs> I'll keep those for uh, big plot points only. Yeah. Nick! This is sick. This is such okay. a good funky monkey fact. Hey. It's me, Nick. I'm playing Ani. He's a little druid type character. Uh, he's baboon too. Uh, what? <laughs> this is the first time hearing about this. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's you better have a normal amount of hair for a monkey. I thought he was like just that. a guy. I thought he was just a Nick self insert. <laughs> uh, the the thing he had in his pocket when he uh got taken to the Forgotten Realms is a really cool rock he found on the ground that he was just showing to everyone around the jungle. <laughs> Just a really That's sick cool. rock. He did, he doesn't really know many people, so he's just going up to strangers, showing them what well, is basically just a normal rock. Like there's nothing particularly cool about it. Going, look at how fucking cool this rock is. Or is there? That's awesome. And I am Harrison. So I never. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That was that was me. That was me uh, posting to Instagram during J and D. I got tri- I got busted by my own phone. <laughs> Damn. Are you kidding me? No Sorry. phones at the D and D table. Yes, Ethan, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go report away, your Instagram sir. posts. Yes. Sir. Uh, no. So uh I never got transported to the Forgotten Realms, so I don't think there was anything in my pockets when that happened since it didn't happen. What was in your pocket in the fr- during the first episode of the show? What's in your pocket during right the now? First episode of the- what's in my pocket right now is Link. Not what's in your pocket else. right now. 
What was in my <laughs> what was in my pocket way back then? You're dodging the question, Harrison. What was in your pocket <laughs> during the Harrison, first Harrison, you transport me to the Forgotten Realms all the time with your. What is in your pockets? Is what's in your pockets? Is Harrison? You're being awfully coy about this. What's in your pocket during the first episode of the show? There have been many rumors about what have been in my pockets during the first episode. Many rumors have been made about this. I can neither confirm or deny said rumors. Uh, he's reading uh, off the prompt again. He's reading off a prompt. You can't. You can't buy I anything. I heard it was a, it was a big right paper ticket stub for Little St. James Island. Can you confirm or deny <laughs> this? <laughs> no, that's not going in. <laughs> You guys have been flying through the air on this flying carpet. Uh, this flying carpet for a while this now. flying carpet. Yeah. You've got your uh, your friends that you've picked up. Lumpy, Dumpy. Nope, not Dumpy. Dumpy's dead. Good riddance. <laughs> Thank you God Lumpy. Dumpy's dead. <laughs> Thank God Dumpy's <laughs> dead. What a threat to the universe he was. Uh, That's rude. You, Lump <laughs> Lumpy, <laughs> Grumpy, and Judd. As well as Beauregard, Venus, you're all sitting on this rental magic carpet since your magic carpet has disappeared into the aethers taken by Wormula. You fly from Howl and you keep flying further down south and south and south until you once again reach this sort of western central Faerun where you find the huge towering mountain atop which sits the city of Draconia, this beautiful sort of white city uh, surrounded by... Um, uh, these dragons flying around and you land in the landing bay and uh, you see the high mage and uh, Brandon are both there waiting for you. And the high mage says, Oh, thank goodness you're here. Uh, I, I don't really uh, have much to talk about with you this time. So I'm, I'm meeting you here instead of my office. Uh, yeah. Hello. How, how'd it go? Jesus fucking Christ, man! That was that was one of the most intense uh, little missions there yet. I don't. Do it, uh, oh. I, oh, I'm I, sorry. I, I think I think a lot of us are scarred for life. Uh, if if you ever asked me to do that again, I would not do it. I yeah, wouldn't. I uh yeah. If I had the chance to do that again, I'd say uh no, <laughs> no, no, you no. Know, if we if we could just turn back time, you know, and and probably say no to the mission, but uh, you know, glad to be back, folks. Uh. Uh, Lumpy says, you, you wouldn't save us? <laughs> not <laughs> even for a Klondike bar. Nope, nope. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The fact that you associate oh. with Dumpy kind of makes you kind of makes you funky by association. You he know, was my you're, brother. You're funky, I don't have a funky, choice. You're funky for associating with Dumpy, dude. <laughs> you're pretty, okay. you're pretty, that funky She's Dumpy. crafty. Dude, uh, oh, hi, Dad. Uh, hi, Mage. We got these monkeys here. You know, we can show them around. Give them some, give them some uh, comfort. Uh, Brianna says, uh, "Actually, I, 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 you know, I was, I came by to uh, take them by the dorm, have them meet up with Chattanooga if you want. We'll get them situated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah get rooms. them, get them, get them out of here. Get them off our hands. Come on. Yeah, you guys want to want to follow me? Uh, Beauregard says, oh boy, I sure could use a living space. I haven't pissed in 34 hours. 
You know, Beauregard, oh I wish I wish you would die and get turned into a zombie, right? I wish. I, I, I wish. wish. You didn't count the hours of how long it's been since you pissed. That's a little fucking That too, yeah. Weird. I could kill you right now. I could kill you right now, okay? I point at the guy right I now. I always I always count the hours between pisses. You know, my my kidney and my liver and my organs, they don't work as well as they used to, you know, when I was a young lad. Yeah, you can only piss on even hours. Shut up. No, part of that is the... relate to that. My, part... my piss is actually pretty gelatinous, so <laughs> oh god. Part of that is the the years of alcoholism caused by you, Paul. But you know, I word I'm not what the type to hold a grudge. So I'll uh, I'll see. You, you literally just yourself. say it was caused by me. You literally just said it was caused by me. You're not the one to hold a grudge. Yeah, sure, old man. Get the fuck out. I'll, of I'll see you fellas later. And he uh, he walks off behind Brienne, and as as do uh, Lumpy, Grumpy, and Judd. And the high mage says, "Well, I'm sorry to hear you had such a hard time in Howl. Um, I, I imagine as you as you find more books, it's it's gonna be like this. You know, these are powerful objects, and they're the wrong hands. They cause a lot of damage. And it it does seem now like your journey is taking you in the path of the books, which again confirms my fears that something is tampering with fate. But." We'll uh we'll worry about that another time. For for now, let's keep searching for your monkeys. I'll be with the zookeeper. He's working on translating another passage of the the zoo logs right now. In the meanwhile, if you'll hand over the book of mind, I'll give you your uh, your payment for finding it. Uh okay. Uh, who has the book? Um, I think it's in your, it's, I think your it's ass. you, Paul. I think you got no, the book. No, I, right? I I I don't have it. Who who has the book? Paul. It's it. Paul. Ah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I crap. I crap it out. I'm just joking, you guys. Uh, I'm jo I'm joking. God, I hate. I hate that you do that. Really the high mage takes out a handkerchief and picks it up with it. He says, "Uh, thank you. Uh, do you have the pages as well that got torn from it? You 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 mentioned on the banana phone between episodes to me." Oh Paul's yeah, yeah. Your ass, Paul. Still. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, like, Paul Bean sneezes and it comes out. <laughs> and it comes out his butt. Oh, thank you, thank oh. you. Yeah, he hands Thanks, you bud. hands you each a sack containing one hundred and twenty gold coins. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet mala. Oh, oh. Well, I'll see you guys later. Maybe you would have stopped by old, uh, old Trader Joe, and you know, I don't know. Do whatever you do when you're not talking to me. So goodbye. Yeah, Walks fat away. fucking chance. Yeah, All right, little loser. All right, yeah, one hundred and twenty gold coin. Oh, wow, pretty good. He shakes the bag a couple times. Now I have one hundred and twenty-one yeah. gold coin. That's yeah. some sh 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 sharp cheddar. Mm, this is some real lettuce we got. Some real green. Mm, mm. He uh he um puts some gold in his hand and tries to count it like money, just like the ch just like pulling card. Ch also, did we take a long rest in between? Uh, you like, did, yes. Uh, uh so yeah. you guys want to go shopping? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, let's get that shopper. Done. You guys go to the old spooky mansion that is Trader the Joe's Spaghetti Factory. World. The old, <laughs> you guys go inside and you see uh, once again standing there, uh, towering over you is the Yak Man Trader Joe, and he says, "Hello, monkeys." <laughs> It is good to see you again. Uh, hello, hey, Trader Yak Joe. Man. Hey, Trader hey. Joe. Uh, what what hey, do you? Uh, Trader Joseph. Oh man, I'm a little nervous. Oh, uh, we we. What do you got we, for we us? Met a, uh, we met a guy, Trader Joe. 
A guy? I, I imagine you meet many guys in your travels. But a yep. guy like Moving a on. guy like you, a guy. <laughs> like like yeah. another yak man? Yes, yeah. traitor name of Mo. Mm, oh, traitor Mo, my most favorite cousin. <laughs> I hope he gave you a discount for knowing me. That sly dog. No, oh, I he, love him. He hated us. He, he hates hated you too. Really? Uh, yeah. you might need to, what? You should give him a call. You should you give, him a call yeah, give a call. Yeah, give a call. That's a funny story. Out. Anyway, we have some exciting new goods for you today. For all of you adventurers. Carrying over from last time you were here is the Dust of Sneezing, the Arrowproof Armor, the Ring of Remembering, the Ring of Become a Statue, and the Anti-Gravity Ball. However, we also have some exciting new items. They are the Alchemy Jug, capable of producing a myriad of liquids, including water and acid. Uh, perhaps you will learn the rules more effectively if you buy it. We also have the Warm Soup. A one-time use only, capable of uh, casting Revivify on any being. It's a very oh. good soup, very mm. yummy. Uh, that is 100 gold pieces, by the way. The Alchemy Jug is 50 gold pieces. We also have the Hag's Hat of Spell Manipulation. He points at this, like, uh, tall black conical hat with a wide brim. He says... Any spell you know, this hat allows you to change one letter in this spell, changing the effect. Uh, for example, uh, chromatic orb could become uh, chromatic ore, and you gain a funny, colorful rock. Hmm. We also have... Oh, that's 110 gold pieces. For what 50 gold pieces, we have mummy dust. Dust from a cursed mummy. Spread this on a, on a willing creature, and they can shrink or enlarge for one hour. Uh, and we also have, as always, wild surge grenades and healing potions. So I'm going to send a picture of all these goods so you guys don't forget them. Here they are. Okay, um... That hat sounds cool, but I'm not funny enough to, to use it properly. That hat does sound cool. <laughs> Oh, there's the pondering orb. Oh, what, what's the Oh, I orb? forgot the pondering orb! <laughs> the pondering uh, orb. Who up? I'm sorry, I've completely forgot the pondering orb. He Who gestures to, to, to this this large uh, crystal ball, <laughs> with so this like, large blue crystal ball, and he says, if you roll this along the floor, it has a potential of distracting any creatures within vision of it, or if it's within vision of them. It distracts hmm. people and makes them ponder it. That's what it does. Okay. <laughs> so, so are you weird, saying, weird. You, you got you. You, you forgot the orb that distracts people. That's um. That is very strange. Song. Now yeah, that you mention it, by the orb, maybe. Huh. Do Do you Ugh. find yourself up at night pondering your orb, Trader Joe? Oh, I do not ponder the orb. It is a dangerous habit. Hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I um. Um, I'm gonna get the mummy dust. Yep, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna okay, get remember, the call anytime uh, uh, you want. Keep, no, keep in mind, it is one use only. Okay, well, I'll get the mummy dust, and I'll get... You have I'll to make get... it count. You wanted the, uh, the ring of become a statue last time we did this, and you didn't have enough money for it. You still want that? Um... Okay, I'll just get that. I'm just gonna get the become a statue. Uh, are no. you also getting the mummy dust still? No. Just a statue. You have enough money for it. Yeah, but then I'll only have one coin left. 
on gold. What what else are you going to use your coins for, Ethan? Uh, I don't exactly give you a lot of like retail opportunities. Um, Let's just say I have I have a um a lot of uh errands to run. Um, okay, fine, I'll get. He has a lot of enemies. Yeah, you're you're completely right. All right, I'll get the mummy dust and the become ring of statue. Okay, the become a ring of statue and the mummy dust here for you. The statue <laughs> ring become of and uh. Just so mummy. Hands, Don't you, tell you him the this, other thing that there's a statue that when this, you touch it you become a ring. <laughs> you, you get this like a uh, like solid stone ring that fits perfectly around your finger, and you get uh, a sack uh, like a ziploc bag of of like beige dust. Okay, who's wow. next? Um, I'll go. Um. Uh, I'd like that, uh, that old alchemy jug right there. And, uh, how about, uh, you know, yeah, I'll take that pondering orb. Okay, for you, the pondering orb. He hands you this, uh, blue crystal ball, and you feel this, like, presence coming from it, drawing you near it. And also Ooh. the alchemy jug. So let me send you send the alchemy jug rules really quick, since you bought it. Eugene this is a genuine, the... this is a genuine D&D 5e. Uh, well, we never item. get those. Whoa. The orb is as big as Eugene's head. It's If anything, it's bigger. Probably bigger. Probably about the size of you. I'd say it's probably like a, like a foot in diameter. Okay, Eugene sits on it then. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, here's the... Well, you know, he stands on it and starts rolling around on it using his feet. That's it. <laughs> like, a, like a circus animal. Yeah, like circus animal. Okay, who's next? Uh, hey, how's, how's it going? How's it going, Joe? Um, Pretty good, take... thank you. you, know, you I'm feeling take... very good now that I know my trader Mo cousin is is alive and well. You know, it's so nice to to talk to a a, a less nihilistic yak man. Uh, thank you. Yeah, for yeah. Work. What are you buying? I'd like uh, I would like one uh, hag's hat. See, uh, we play. That's uh, Italian. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I know of the Italians, a rare form of gnome. Yes, allow me to <laughs> hand you this hag's hat. He hags you this. He, he, he hags, hags me the hat. <laughs> the hand hags. hats. A hat made of hands. He hands you the hag's hat of spell manipulation, which as you touch it, you feel this like cold breeze come from it, like an Ooh. evil aura, and you hear the faint sound of a <laughs> on the distance. Uh, and yeah, it's this sort of old, mangled, tall, conical hat with a wide brim. The classic witch's uh, hat. I put it on over my nightcap. <laughs> it fits perfectly. It's like the exact same size. Oh, finally. Thank you so much. A, a style a statement piece as well as something useful. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. Uh, I live else... to serve. Does anyone else want this extra 10 gold? Because I'm not buying healing potions. Ani, you want 10 extra gold? Yeah, give me 10 extra gold. All right, I flick it over to him, and it lands in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what uh, do you want, Nick? What's the Ring of Remembering do? What's that one? Uh, the Ring of Remembering, I don't exactly remember the exact rules. Uh, I'll look it up if you You don't remember? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, oh yeah, he should do you this. I don't put on the I ring, and you'll remember. I don't remember the exact rules, but I will look it up if you buy it. Um, basically, every time you defeat de uh, defeat a certain type of enemy, uh, uh, it it remembers that type of enemy, and you have advantage uh, against it in the future on some types of rules. I don't know. I'll look up the rules specifically later. Mm, that does sound kind of cool. Yeah, let me get that. 
Yeah, yeah. let me get that. He gives you this like gold ring with a red gem in it, and he hands it to you. All right. Uh, let me see. You guys have not bought a wild surge grenade in a while. Perhaps you would like one of those. If, if anyone has uh, like five gold on them, I, I could go ahead and buy it. I could go ahead and buy one. I've got, I mean, I got, I've got 38 gold. gold. So if any of you have like two coins. Yes, for the viewers, the wild surge grenade is 40 gold pieces. Oh, then I'll just give a high here, Adi here. And I give him, I give him uh, enough for him to buy one. Yeah, that's true. Let me get a wild surge grenade. Yeah, you take a wild surge grenade. Yeah, so you guys are all loaded up. You go back home. Uh, the day has passed, and you have a few days here before the zookeeper translates the next passage. What do you guys want to do individually? Uh, let's start with uh, Paul. No, no, no. Skip me, skip me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> skip me, skip What's me. What's Paul up to? Well, uh, Paul, Paul walks on the street, uh, you know, Clinkling his armor, he's wearing those tight skinny jeans. He sniffs the air, looks around. <laughs> he goes, you know, uh, well, last time I was here, I, I thought I, I thought I saw something a little fishy, some tiny, some some little dying creatures. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if I can go find those. I got some That's time. That's true. You did hear some moans on the air. Yeah. Yeah. So you spend these few days wandering around Howl, looking for tiny dying people. Uh, yeah. Looking under I rocks can... and looking through logs and such. Like, going through trash bins, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think we can do that now, yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, one day, uh, on one of your walks through the city, you pass... Uh, the J. Williams Memorial Park. What uh, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, Why? I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm what so the happy. Dad, don't listen to this. So <laughs> oh, oh, what's the problem? Wait, dad's it's name J. Williams Memorial That's my dad's what? name. <laughs> I did because your 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 full name is Ethan J. Williams. Yeah, like, my middle name's after my dad. <laughs> dad, don't listen to this. This isn't a threat. <laughs> They're just joking. Hey, Ethan's dad oh points God. at the camera. You're next. I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Harrison, what do you have? What are you hiding? Oh, my God. <laughs> you would pan into Harrison's room where he's in the shrine to yeah. his to Ethan's pass? father with X's <laughs> all over it. You pass the J. The J. <laughs> Williams Memorial Park. And, um... <laughs> Wow. Is his name literally J? Like, does it start J-A-Y. with J? J-A-Y. Yeah, J-A-Y. Oh my god! So there's no... Okay. <laughs> yes, you passed the J. Williams Memorial Park. And uh, <laughs> it's this, this nice little green park with some pretty trees in the, in the middle of town. There's sort of this magic around it to keep it all green and pretty and not covered in snow. Uh, and you hear coming from somewhere inside this park like a... Oh... Oh, like that, but it's not the tiny diamond because the tiny diamond is in your anus right now. Yeah, wait a minute, Pat's anus. Hmm, that's not me. What? What? What could it be? I, I sort of extend my ear and sort of follow the sound with my ear. Hmm. Do you go inside? I go inside. Yeah, I follow the sound with my dangled ear. You go inside the park, and uh, I guess give me an investigation check. Okay. Let's investigate. I pull Look out for Jay Williams, the tiny man. I pull man. out a, <laughs> a big magnifying glass and sort of look at it at the ground. My eyes all bulge out. 
Um, that's a two. Hmm. Cool. No. Um. <laughs> you uh. I go. Hmm. hmm everything looks fine here. <laughs> You walk around the park and you're checking under benches and you're climbing up trees and unfortunately you don't find anything. Damn. Well, that's the end there... of Paul's scene. Uh, it can be, unless you, you know, what I, resources I, 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 do you so, have on hand? I sort, of, I sort of just get a little demoralized and I just, I curl up on the floor and I take a nap. Mm. <laughs> in, in sadness. In the J. Williams Memorial Park. Yeah. You fall asleep and curl up in sadness on the J. Williams Memorial Park. Um, uh, so think about what resources do you have on you that might help you find out what you're looking for. You, you mm. may be a living resource. I pull out my gun, one bullet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> bullet. And I say, all right, show yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I pull out the dying man. I say, hey, little oh. fella. I say, hey, little fella, did you hear those moans? Could you hear them from up oh, yes. my my protrude anus? Paul, oh, oh, please, I don't want to go back. Oh, go back? Oh, what do you please. mean, buddy? Go back? They're so mean to me. Oh, keep keep moaning, buddy. Maybe I can attract them with your moans. I hold out the tiny dying man. Oh no, it's not gonna work like that, Paul. They hate me. They hate me so much. It's the worst place in the world. Can you show it's me the where this worst place in the, place whole in the world? Wide world. Don't worry, buddy. I'll protect you. I'll protect you. Just show me where this you place is. better protect me, Paul. Fine. You, you can stay All with right. the anus the whole time. I just want to see them, okay? <laughs> he drops down from your hand and he drags himself along the ground. And <laughs> you follow him until eventually you reach this large log. And he Whoa. says, it's under the log, Paul. I sort of, I sort of squat down, uh, showing off my two fantastic chimp butt cheeks while lifting your skinny this log. jeans and my skinny jeans they sort of yeah they poke out of the skinny jeans they look you, so good yeah you you, you see paul, paul Venus's plum, uh plumber crack yeah uh <laughs> and then small tiny dying man goes debit or credit oh <laughs> puts a coin in i go hey haha um <laughs> and i i lift the log you you lift the log with your chimp strength, and underneath there is a hole, maybe maybe five feet in diameter, into the earth. Oh, okay. I I could probably fit in there. This you know, tiny dying man. This is kind of like that. This 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 one episode of Fraggle Rock. You know where where it's like they go to Fraggle Rock. You know what now? Uh, it's like that one episode, and when I mean one episode, I mean every episode where they go to Fraggle Rock. Yeah, let's go down to Fraggle Rock, shall we? Let's dive in. It's not Fraggle Rock, Paul. It's the worst place on earth. Oh you know, I, uh, well, just just seeing the the let's okay, let's just slowly go down together. Um, okay. We're gonna we're gonna sing the Fraggle Rock song together. Okay. What's All the right? Fraggle Rock song? Or I'll just sing it to you to, to, to tender you. So we go. Okay. Dance your cares away. Worries for another day. <laughs> Let the music play. Down in Fraggle Rock. Work your cares away. You guys, away. um. Dance you guys, for you, another day. <laughs> you sing that to him like a lullaby as you <laughs> climb down into this hole. And you find yourself in a, a fairly small cave. The top of this cave is covered in this luminescent moss that 
lights it up almost like a sky. And if you look down, the, uh, all along the walls and the floor of this cave built into the rocks and grooves are a tiny civilization. Little farms and houses ah. and little one-inch tall people are walking around going, Oh, oh. You see a person uh, uh, pulling up little tiny apples out of a, out of a, uh, out of like a, like a, no, you don't pull up apples. What the fuck? No, they're pulling. <laughs> well, in this pulling in little... this twisted world, you do. These are actually a little bit different apples. here in uh, Tiny Dying Rock. <laughs> no, they're they're are they, they're are they one see, inch tall? Is the Tiny yeah. Dying one inch tall? He's about he's about uh, no, you're right. He's about six inches tall. My bad. It's like an action okay. figure. Um, you see a, a six inch tall woman pulling uh, little apples off a tiny tree, and she's going, "Oh, pulling apples is so hard. My arms, oh, my arms are breaking. My my joints, oh." You see uh you see a, a a man pulling a cart in downtown square, going, uh, not a cart, a cart uh, filled with goods, and he says, "Oh, my life sucks. Oh, I hate my wife and my kids. I'm gonna kill myself." Oh, oh my god. Um, and Whoa. yeah, just just an entire civilization. Everyone going, "Oh, oh," all moaning like that. Jesus, uh, I get what he's saying now. Tiny dying rock is kind of kind of fucked up here. Uh, one of wow. them looks up and points and says, "Ah, giant!" And they all start screaming. They all start going, "Ah!" Every single one of them, and it is incredibly loud. Whoa. Okay, this is this is opportunity for me to really fuck shit up, you know. So I start stomping around, just going, "No!" <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm not knocking over anything. I'm just walking around, oh, just going, "Okay, yeah." yeah. You, you narrowly you grab one and narrowly bite their heads avoid off. the the, 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 the buildings and 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 uh, houses yeah. built into this cave and sort of walk around doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does a seventeen hit your armor class? Um, yeah, yeah. Can a Gulliver's travel him? Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, I hope they go to travel him. A, a, little, a little boulder hits you in the forehead. A little tiny boulder. Dunk. Take 2d4 uh, bludgeoning damage as it bonks you in the forehead. And you look down and see several of them have assembled this catapult. And they're <laughs> launching boulders at you. Tiny boulders. Ow, fuck. You just Stop got it. Ewoked. I did. Leave us alone, please! Oh! Wait, I want to speak to your leader. Take me to your leader. Okay. Yeah. You see the castle at the end of town? There is a castle at the end of town. Oh, there's a castle at the end of town. Go yeah, over I see there! It. Okay. I start slowly stomping. <laughs> 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 An extremely old, tiny, dying woman covered in wrinkles comes out. She's got this hair oh that goes God. down to her feet, and she says, "Oh, damn, no. damn, bitch, you just wrinkles. You're nasty." What are you doing to our town? I'm Why have you come here? I'm walking, I'm walking here. here. <laughs> What I, do you I'm, want from us? I want to speak to your leader. That's me. Oh, really? Oh, hey, um, hey, um, what? Hey, what's up? I, I was just, uh, you know, I have a little, I have a little tying dying man myself, and I just wanted to see where he came from. Just wanted to see his what? home. What? 
Yeah. She she looks and sees a tiny diamond in your hand and she says, No! No! Get him out of here! Why? What's wrong with him? He is cursed! And the tiny <laughs> dying man goes, Oh, this shit again. <laughs> she, she says, He was not born of us. He Sure, maybe his body was, but his soul is something else. He is possessed. He is unnatural. And now Wait, he's seen what, the he looks, horrors of another dimension What the fuck? He looks well. exactly like you. What? What's that supposed to be? <laughs> what's that supposed to be? I mean, ask her what's um, wrong with him. I mean, no, it's like not. Um, <laughs> ask her what, what's wrong with him. Yeah, what's wrong with this fuck? What's wrong with this mook? On the day that he was born, a the cold breed washed through the town. <laughs> Uh, did I say a cold breed? That doesn't make sense. You said a cold, cold breed. A cold, a cold breeze washed over <laughs> the town. And our hearts were filled with fear. And we knew that something from another world was born among us. <gasps> what? Among us? Among us. Oh, he is not of us. He is the devil's child. So it's just completely <laughs> irrational. It's not even anything. So he was born and it was insane. a little windy that day. Is that what you're saying? And our hearts were filled with fear. <laughs> and the angels got together and decided to make a and dream And there come is true. a dark aura about him. Tell them you're God. Listen, I'm literally God and this guy. You clearly aren't. What do you mean? We are aware that we're tiny. No. <laughs> we, d we don't see a giant man and say, oh, God, we just know that's a regular person. <laughs> Do something uh, scary. Uh, uh, farts on her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, please leave us in peace and take that no. demon's boy with you. you, you I brought you guy. all into this world. I can take you out of it. Hear me. You have, a, you have an infinite anus. You are kind of God. Yeah. The, ti the tiny dying man says, please, Paul, you're embarrassing me. I jump up into the air and I sort of like, I sit on a skyscraper in this <laughs> tiny dying village and I stand <laughs> no. up and it's, and it's no. There's no skyscraper. Maybe you stand on like a, like a tower of the castle and you suck the tower yeah. up. I suck it up and I stand up oh and Oh my gone. god. You no, see a normal no. person do that, huh? No, my family was in there. <laughs> oh yeah. I so I bend <laughs> over and I rocket it out across the town. Uh, you rocket it out, and as you see, uh, you, you <laughs> see uh, like like six different tiny dying people, and one of them is a tiny dying baby fall out of it, and the baby goes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, they're all they're all crying and weeping. It gets slapped <laughs> on the head. They slap the baby on the head. It goes <laughs> exactly. <laughs> please, please, why are you psychotic? Why are you doing no, this? No, I am your lord. I am your god. You will you will obey me from the now. Tiny diamond says, "Please, Paul, you're you're, you're making." Yeah, you're embarrassing me, Paul. Please. I'm just trying Paul, to get them to accept you because you're you're a nice and special guy. You He's don't the happiest this. tiny dying man in the, in the world. <laughs> the old woman says, "If if I say I accept him, will you leave?" Yeah. We accept him. Okay, he's awesome. He's cool. Do you mean it? <laughs> yes. Do you mean it though? I start slowly pressing my finger down on her. 
I do oh, mean no. it. I mean it so much. Swear to me. I swear. Swear to me. Yep. <laughs> I swear to you. Yep, sure. Yippity right. doo da. Well, just for good measure, I'm taking a tiny dying baby with me. <gasps> no, please. What? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Oh, oof. She wipes a big sweaty brow. <laughs> That was horrific. Oh my god. Uh, Good thing we didn't you know, see Tiny it. You know, Tiny Dying Man, sometimes it's fun to play God, you know? Uh, that didn't seem like fun, Paul. It seemed like you were on a power trip. Eh, I was faking it. I was just trying to get them to like you. Alright, let's get out of here. It's okay, Spoons, you're up. So Spoons would like to, uh, to justify his leveling up, um, in, in the form of, of, uh, practicing a, a sort of keeping sharp, keeping quick, getting his, getting his skills built, getting his spells learned. Uh, so Spoons would like to go and procure a Kato, uh, for a, like, like from, a like from the Pink Panther, a guy that he hires and pays, like, a monthly fee to attack him at random when he least expects it to keep his, his mind sharp and his reflexes all there. <laughs> Is what he would like. Yeah, for sure. So how do you go about this? How do you go about finding a Kato? So I think Spoons uh, Spoons is, is lying in his, in his bed looking up at the ceiling. He's like, who do I know that we, that we could be able to get the most ruthless guys? I, I, need, I need to use my, uh, my, my dark underworld contact. And so he goes over to, the, uh, to the, the academy and he goes and knocks on the big blue freak's door. <laughs> Yes, oh, old boy, you, you, uh, I, please, please come in. How's it going, man? You had, a, you had a good little little bit, it's been a while. You see the big blue freak, and he has this blue lotion that he's lathering himself up with from head to toe. He's wearing a Speedo. And he's a sponge, old boy, you've caught me at a bit of a, a bit of a bad time, but it's okay, old chump. It's freakalicious, What's the baby. plan? What do you need? Oh, let's get freaky, yes. <laughs> um... I'm looking for a guy, uh, I, I want to make sure I'm ready for anything. I'm looking for a, a guy! guy. I, mean, I a guy. know quite yeah. a few guys. What sort of guy? a guy? A guy who can, like, who can, who I, I pay and I keep on the road. A guy who can lather you up with blue lotion, you say? I am Mike <laughs> No Chest Chap. Hey, okay, you know, se secondary job, maybe tertiary uh, sort of responsibility, but the main thing I want this guy to do is... When I uh, when I don't expect it, I want him to come at me. You want him to tug on your trunk? Sharp. Yes, I have a guy for that. Maybe <laughs> tug on my trunk in like a, in like a, an aggressive way. I wanted to fight me from the shadows when I do when I don't expect it. You know, you know, like like to. So, oh, so you're I'm saying like, you want a Kato? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, a Kato. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I got a Kato who maybe sometimes pulls oh, on my yes. trunk and lathers me in blue lotion. Well, have you considered putting out? <laughs> Well, have you considered putting out a newspaper ad, young, young, um, young man? Uh, no, no, young man. Do, do you know how to do graphic design? <laughs> I, I don't think you need that for an advertisement. I think you just put it in the newspaper. You just say, Montage of spoons, spoons and the Big Blue Freak on the computer doing, like the 90s computer doing graphic right, design. Fine. So they don't have computers in the far rooms, obviously, but because this is like illusion magic, they have illusion machines which look like computers and you use them to make images. You um, got the touch! Bana! You got the touch! You got the power! Like uh, us, like, uh, us try, trying out different designs and then, then like smiling at each other and giving thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, what do you settle on? Um, I think, you know, 
you know, big blue, I think this is just right. And I point at the computer and it's, <laughs> it's the, uh, it's, it's like the default windows background, the field, but with, um, but with the, like the old default windows background, but it's a, it's a field in Draconia covered in snow. And it says in big impact font at the top, it says spoons Rango is, and just below that in a very, very different script font, it says looking for a Cato. <laughs> and then below that in yet another, uh, comic sans, type font that says uh please let him know <laughs> yeah Money, so I think you, probably you come up with a date like um like the, the day or two after the big blue freak lets you borrow his office so you can use it to interview and the date <laughs> is here and three people show up uh the first is this this uh this goblin with this wild hair and he's wearing this like black trench coat this ratty black trench coat and fingerless gloves and he's got sort of a sketchy look to him and he's goes, he's goes, hey man, this this uh for the interview. Uh, yes, this is for the Cato interview. Hello, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a representative. I, I'm here. I'm here. I, I I would love to get the job, but get some money. Okay, let's do this. The next person who shows up is Grumpy. Uh, oh. and he comes in and he goes, shem 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 dang gabbits goo. Uh, and he comes in. I'll keep you on the line, bud. And the third person bending over, bending down to get through the door and sort of squeezing through is the big blue freak. <laughs> Did you plan Hello, that? Spins, Did, I'm that? Here for the job. <laughs> Did you plan that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, did, you, did you see the flyer that we made? <laughs> oh, yes, that's very good. I'm here for the job. Let's, let's, do, let's do this. How are we uh, going to try out? Um, okay. Let's, just to keep it realistic, I'm going to head home, and sometime in the next 48 hours, you come at me, <laughs> all right? You know where I live. You got, you've, been, you've been to come parties or soirees. You, you come at me, you give me your all, okay, in the next 48 hours, and then we'll see, okay? Okay, uh, the, the big blue freak says, that sounds good, and so does the goblin. Grumpy goes, you're walking home after this, you leave the office, you leave the academy, you're on your way to your house. Give me a perception check. Fifteen. Okay, so this goblin is not going to get a stealth advantage on you. However, the goblin jumps out from behind you and is trying to attack you in some way. You can't quite see because he's very fast. Whoa! Uh, that is a nineteen. That hits, right? That hits, yeah. This goblin pulls out a poison dagger and stabs <gasps> you under the ribs. Ah! He says, <laughs> how is that? How, how is that? Oh, gee, am I going to die? <laughs> take uh, take uh, uh, 1d4 poison damage, and also you are poisoned. Take 1d4 poison damage every minute for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, I rolled a 1. But, um, okay, so I do that. I go, ah, gee. Ah, gee. Uh, uh, look, uh, uh, okay, man, look, 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 c come here, come here, put, put up my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as, uh, like, to help me up, I put up my hand, it's for him to help me he, up. He, he says, okay, sure, man, and then he stabs you again. Oh, uh, fuck! Take one okay, that... more poison damage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why would you hire a You have no AC in, like, five, why would you hire people to okay. attack you? Okay, 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 man. You're, this is really good. This is look. This looks great for you, this, dude. This looks so good for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm keeping you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, might want to get to the hospital, though. Um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, um. Uh. What can I do here? I. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I go, yeah, man, uh, you know, uh, but but I'm never never too far in the back foot, and I'm gonna cast Ratapult at him. <laughs> <laughs> you use your hat. That's great. How, so, how, what do you think Ratapult does exactly? I think that just shooting up from the New Year's sewer grate comes just like a ball of rats that <laughs> at him. Just <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. what I would like. From from somewhere in the distance, you hear this this like. I go look, man. I'm, a, never, as a, as I'm a... never too far down that I can't come right rat up again. <laughs> and then a ball of rats hits him in the face, and he falls back. Ah! What's regular catapult damage? Uh. I'll roll it right now. Uh, he takes 18, actually. I rolled pretty well. 18 damage? Yeah. He dies. <laughs> I, 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 I look at his body. I go, buddy, I don't think you're going to get this one. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he has a heart attack from being scared by too many rats. Yeah, so, but yeah, however, you are still poisoned. What are you going to yeah, do about but- that? Uh, I, <laughs> fucking Christ! Um, yeah, Take one D four more poison damage. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna walk to the hospital on my way home. Yeah, you go to the hospital and you get checked out. Doctor Doctor Beeper Jones fixes you up. Uh, hey you Beeper, th- I, I hear you did good things for Paul. Thanks, man. That's oh, you, uh, you're welcome. Bye bye. You leave the hospital. Um, you're on no, your way back home. Who did whistling on the way home? Uh, you, you see Grumpy walk up and he's, he's trying to sort of hide from you, but he's incredibly bad at it. And he's sort of, uh, sort of, uh, uh, waddling towards you going, oh, seven, seven, seven. Um, I'm going to club. I, I'm going to cast friends on him and say, Hey, Grumpy, uh, why don't you head back home? It's getting late. Oh, fucking okay. And he's... <laughs> Hmm, that just leaves one. Surely this won't be a big deal. Yeah, this this will be fine, Spoons. Let's be fine. Let's, let's go. So I'm going to head back home. You go home, home and it's getting late. You go upstairs to your room and you go to bed and you see like a large shape under your <laughs> sheets. Uh, like a, a large, towering, wobbly shape under your sheets. Oh, God. He really he thinks he's so good. Oh, God. These these guys today have been such a disappointment. Boy, I might have to start looking elsewhere as I like turn my lights off, brush my teeth. Out. Good night, Ani. Good night, Eugene. Uh, give, Good night, give me Paul. A, give me a quick perception check as you do all that, really quick. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, oh, a nineteen. Very nice. Nineteen. Uh, you turn your lights off, and you reach for the lamp, and you pull the string. But it's not a streak, it's a trunk. <laughs> so he's hiding as the lamp? The lamp takes its shade off and he says, Shit, I was hoping the bed would throw you off. He rips the sheeps off, revealing a big pile of blue jello. <laughs> and then he casts prismatic spray on you. Uh, roll a 1d8, Spoons. Seven. <laughs> That's the best one! Oh no, never mind. Six is the best one. Six turns you to stone. Seven, oh. uh... Jesus. Oh fuck! Um. Oh my God. So, uh, he he says prismatic spray, and uh, uh, seven separate beams blast from his trunk, and the one that hits you is the violet beam. Oh God! First of all, you are blinded. Uh, oh, next, I can't see. Next, give me a wisdom saving throw. That's a uh, nineteen again. 
Oh, thank God. Okay. If you fail the wisdom saving throw, you are transported to another plane of existence. Uh, uh, yeah, but you are blinded. And he says, oh, shit, it didn't give you any of the damaging ones. I've only, oh, I'm sorry, old man. It seems I've only managed to blind you. Oh, how unfortunate. Uh, oh, it's, um, if, it's a, if it's a melee you want, it's a melee you'll, you'll Prismatic spray! He casts it again. Roll a, roll a D. Uh, counterspell. Counterspell this time. Counterspell. Okay. Counterspell. How does counterspell work? Uh, if I'm casting at third level, um, or, or even, yeah, if I'm casting at third level, uh, what level is the spell? Uh, seven. Okay, I have to make an ability check. Oh, what's this? So spells level. Oh, I got it. Spells, the DC. I got it. I rolled an 18. Counterspell works. It do, does its thing. Okay, you cast counterspell and it doesn't happen. He says, oh dear. Um, uh, uh, now I'm going to cast polymorph on <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. That is a three. Oh my Wait, god. No, oh three, my god. Three plus three. So three. Six. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. I turn him into a real elephant. <laughs> <laughs> he turns into a real elephant, and he goes, Elephant! Elephant! And shakes his head in shame. And I say, You're hired, now get the fuck out of my house, I need to go to sleep. Oh, elephant! And he stomps out. <laughs> Alright, let's, uh, let's do Nick next. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna go for a stroll out on the town. Ani's going for a stroll out in the town. Ani out in the town. You baby. you hit all your usual marks. You go to the milk bar. Go to, go to the soda bar. Go to you the, go to the soda bar. Alcohol bar. <laughs> the what go bar? To the, ju- the alcohol, alcohol bar. bar. The, juice the bar. milk bar. I don't think you go to the alcohol bar. That was a joke that Ani doesn't go to bars because he's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he go- he goes to the bar to hang out. Oh, I see. Bar. The bar that makes you uh, old. While you're at the juice bar, uh, uh, you're sitting there sipping on a nice tall juice uh, when suddenly <laughs> your vision goes black as a black bag is thrown over your head. <laughs> you go unconscious for, for a bit and then you wake up and you are strapped to a chair in this sort of like warehouse. And standing across from you is... Uh, uh, this human man wearing sort of a long trench coat and like a gangster's fedora, and he says, "All right, man, you better you better cooperate with us when the boss gets here." I- I'm. S- I think you've got the wrong guy. <laughs> that's that's a pretty calm reaction. <laughs> I was I was just going for a stroll out on the town, and I I think you you seem to have mixed me up with someone else. If you could no, just no no no, we know who you are. You heard of uh you heard of the the new director in town working on the new movie uh uh what what's it called again uh carpet driver you heard of him whoa <laughs> Zurug Skulsezi you haven't heard of him yeah that's S K U L L S E S E Zurug Skulsezi you haven't heard of him he puts his mom and dad in every movie doesn't he. He's a pretty big name here in town. Oh shit, he's pulling up right now. And the doors to this warehouse open. And you see this huge, like, um, 12 foot tall, wearing, like, weighing, like, almost a ton ogre with this, this thick, like, body of flabby flesh, but wearing a tight suit with a fedora. And he's got three cigars in his mouth, all puffing smoke. And he he walks in lumbering with these huge footsteps that shake the whole warehouse. And he says, Oh, 
Mr. Hollywood, we meet at last. God damn it, dude. <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, fine. It's me, Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> what do you want? Mi- are you actually doing... Is this actually Mr. <laughs> no, Hollywood, this is, Nick? No, this is still on me. <laughs> okay. He says, Mr. Hollywood, I'm trying to make movies. I'm trying to get in the biz, you know? But... It's so hard, you know, without the cameras. The cameras, you gotta have the cameras. I wanna buy the patent to those cameras, Mr. Hollywood. Alright, man, sure. (laughs) But here's the thing, I don't wanna spend anything if you get my gist. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's, that's cool. You can have it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just that like was easy. Okay. I, I could, I could use like a a few gold. I'm a bit short, like ten pieces, and be fine. <laughs> That's pathetic. Yeah, this I is really, the great I, Mr. Hollywood. I'm, I'm, I just need some cash, oh man. My God. All right. Well, uh, you understand that you could never make a movie again, right? Because I own the patent now. <gasps> I don't think that's how that's how uh, that works. But <laughs> yeah, do you have any gold on you? I need to get home. I need to uh, bus, <laughs> the, uh, the bus fare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, that's really sad. He hands you ten gold pieces. Right, I I grab the gold and the 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 scent of gold. Oh, it goes oh. up into my brain. And uh, I, I sort of morph uh, and gain like 10 pounds, <laughs> and my face gets a little bit more humanoid. <laughs> a cigar flies out of your pennies. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the smell of copper just fills the room. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't think you could really take over the film industry with Mr. Hollywood in town, did you? <laughs> and I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> Get your Mr. Hollywood stats out. Okay, yeah, let me cast Erupting Earth directly below him, and a fountain of churned <laughs> earth and stone will erupt from there. Uh, and he's gonna have to take... Uh, ma- both of us, I think, will have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, yeah, you cast a spell, and, like, like a tower of rock and rubble uh, bolts up from underneath the two of you. He rolls a seven, that's probably gonna fail. What do you get? Seven. Uh, I've got oh I got a uh, seventeen plus three so twenty so okay they take three d twelve bludgeoning damage oh shit he takes twenty nine damage as this spike of earth knocks him around and he goes oh 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 fuck uh, meanwhile your chair falls backwards and the ropes sort of get undone and you are free word of advice eyebrows. Don't mess with a guy named Hollywood. Ooh, eyebrows. I, where did that one come from? <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, he's, got, the, he's got the eyebrows. <laughs> Listen, it's it, if you. Uh, 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 I'm gonna run away. <laughs> the real guy you're based on <laughs> you, has very prominent eyebrows. You you run away, and as you run away, Zuru Scorsese <laughs> shakes his fist and says, "I'll get you for this if it's the last thing I do, Mister Hollywood." <laughs> as you run off over the horizon. <laughs> and lastly, Eugene. Uh, we talked okay. a little bit about what you want to do, Eugene, right? Um, yeah. We talked about it a little bit. Can I, can I set the scene? 
Yeah, go ahead. All right. Interior, Eugene's room. Uh, a sparse <laughs> castle building. A sparse castle room with the, the, the addition of a large, circular, um, psychedelic colored carpet in the middle. Eugene's in his bed, the moonlight drifting into his room, slowly going red. This has happened to Eugene a couple times, but he's failed to mention it to his friends. He's tossing and turning, his head burning with heat. Some kind of internal burning that seems to stem from his spine all the way up to his flesh. He pants and shakes and turns until he rises quickly out of his bed. His fur is slightly burning, smoke and occasional sparks drifting from atop of it. He sighs, his vision filled with scenes of torture, Hellraiser-esque torture scenes of what? people being ripped Why? apart by chains. Hellraiser. Because it's hell, it's scary. And uh, other various um, visceral actions. He stands there panting at his bed and looks at his door. Uh, suddenly, like, this, this wave of exhaustion washes over you. And just as you uh, uh, sat up out of bed, immediately after, you are forced back into it as you fall asleep. And you you wake up, sort of. You can't tell if you're in a dream or if this is real. You're not sure. The first thing you notice is this sort of chill uh, jazz ambience playing uh, from somewhere that you're not sure. Just this sort of jazz music playing. You, you look down and see a, a floor of black and red checks, this checkered floor. You look around and see you're sitting in a... Uh, an armchair, this nice armchair, and to your right is a couch. Between you, there's this sort of like weird white statue of a woman with no arms. If you look beyond this, this entire room is surrounded by a by a red curtain, and yeah, just this strange jazz music playing. And the curtain opens, and sliding out of it, doing this strange boogie dance back and forth, is a tall, slender man wearing this sort of a slender man. <laughs> nope, a tall, slender spaceman wearing this slender uh, spaceman from Among Us. Yeah, wearing this, wearing this dark green suit and these fancy black shoes that have been shined immaculately. He's got like a Rolex watch on, a very wealthy-looking man, and he's got this long dark hair that covers one eye. And he shimmies his way to the couch and he sits down and sprawls out, does a big wide man spread, and says. Hey Eugene, what's up? Ah oh, man, it's been a while. How you doing? Um, Eugene kind of tapping his foot as to the jazz and kind of tugging at his arm. I don't, I don't think we've calling. met Eugene. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I say it's been a long time to a lot of people. You know, just kind of, okay, kind of it, creates. It's a, been a long time that you've been alive. You know, you're so old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eighteen years, huh? Wow. Yeah, man. So, uh, as the day sit me down, you know the deal. Uh, I'm W. You can call me W. I'm sort of your handler. I've been handling your case files down in hell. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, glad it hasn't been so expedited. You know, keep things clean. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, so... <laughs> uh, you've been doing some good stuff, Eugene, you know. Uh, you've been adventuring, you know, saving the world and shit. And we figured maybe we could help out a little bit. Maybe we could give you something to, you know, make things a little easier for you. Give you a little more power on top of what you gave you last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Juice me up, baby. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no side effects. No, uh, nothing like that. No fine print. Haha. <laughs> uh, who, uh, he, he reaches under the couch <laughs> and he pulls out this, 
this uh he doesn't really pull it out he pinches it out with his his two fingers it's uh, <laughs> uh a small silver axe uh sort of like the mandy axe if you've seen mandy oh yeah it's it's also very small perfectly sized for you and he hands it to you and says uh, how's a packed weapon sound eugene a, a weapon straight from the depths of hell that you can use yeah eugene grabs the axe and looks into the hilt his reflection kind of distorted in it. He gives a slight smile and he looks and gives a grim nod. Hell yeah. You also notice um, at the edge of the hilt where the hilt meets the blade is this like, like button indented into it with this like red rune carved onto it. And he says, notice the button, Eugene. If you ever find yourself needing even more power, needing to, you know, I don't know, take down someone several times stronger than you that's what this is for just press that button and you'll have all the power you could ever need again no side effects no fine print all very all very easy all very normal you'll just you know you'll just get a little stronger that'll be it no man sounds great i appreciate that a lot oh man yeah yeah again no side effects you know in fact you should do it as soon as you as soon as you want to do it. I think that'd be awesome. Like as soon as you have even the slightest opportunity, just go ahead and press that button. Hell yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I'll, uh, soonest sign of conflict. I'm getting that thing on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, thanks for coming over, Eugene. I'll see you around again. That's W. Yeah. And he gets up and he he does the exact same dance but in reverse. Um, <laughs> he's being played backwards, back out through the red curtain. He says, oh, pigs. by the way, I wasn't giving you hell visions, Eugene. You might want to get that checked out. I, uh, <laughs> oh, that's shit. not normal. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'll see ya. Uh, and then he disappears to the curtain and you wake up. Yeah, Eugene wakes up with the axe in his hand. And he kind of looks at his very, very large axe that he's had to drag around for a very long time. And almost instinctually, he places, he stretches his hands out to the side and then lets go of the axe. And it begins to fall. And then... <laughs> It's gone. Hell yeah. You've zooted it into your, into your mind palace. <laughs> yeah, it's in my mind Careful palace. with that axe, Eugene. He thinks to himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, episode over.